Hey guys, uh, what's going on? This is the Uh-Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. And today, uh, I just want to give a little context before we begin the podcast. And we happened to talk to our buddy, Pac-Man. Pac-Man is a friend of ours who uh, is a music artist. And he uh, also helps Marlon Webb do his visuals. You know, he edits for him. And uh, he's a pretty talented guy all around, you know? Yeah, he's a, just a storyteller in general, right? For sure. And that's how he, you know, introduces himself. He's got a pretty interesting story. And I'm sure a lot of people who are planning to, you know, make a big move, like move to L.A., can learn from him and because uh, he's a living proof, you know, just like we are. Oh, yeah. And we're out here trying to make a living out of this content stuff on social media and it was cool talking to him yeah for sure uh he's definitely become a lot more involved within our lives and he's part of our journey and you know he's definitely became a very close friend of ours here in la for sure so we love that we surround ourselves with fellow creators and whatever aspect that may be so having him on the show was awesome all right now we can start the intro music <laughs> yeah <laughs> So we have a guest today. His name is Pac-Man. Welcome, Senor Pac, to the Uh-Oh Podcast. Ah, thank you, guys. He is drinking Starbucks. He came in with the Starbucks cup. Hey, you, you keep that microphone close to your mouth when you speak, all right? <clears throat> there are rules and regulations in this <clears throat> podcast, and you will hereby follow all of them, all <clears throat> right? When everybody knows I drink Starbucks. Wait, so you're Thanks. drinking coffee around this time? I got to, man. Damn, I bro. How do you heart. sleep after this? I could drink a cup of coffee and go to sleep. No way. I'm tired. Caffeinated? Yeah. Sometimes. Whoa. Whoa. Sometimes. Yeah. That's dangerous. Bro, if I drink it past noon, I'm like, I have difficult falling asleep at night. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I got trouble sleeping anyway. So, <laughs> Are you on your phone late at night? Like, do you, is that the last thing you do before you go to sleep? Are you on your phone or some type of screen? Maybe you're watching TV. Marlon on the says computer. that too. He's like, he he asked me that. Like, you can't you can't look at screens. <laughs> but no, nah, I can read a book and like I'll fall asleep for like two hours maybe, and then I always wake up. Like I'll wake up two three hours later, fall asleep two three hours later, I'm up again. But to get like a full like seven straight, I gotta be like. I gotta be like drunk or something really <laughs> i'd be like faded yeah but it's other like, than that you just time. be waking up in the middle of the night like that yeah wow I, I me, always when I, when I fall asleep i fucking i don't wake up till fucking morning damn that's not good you're not getting that deep sleep well i'm not ram also sleep. On like i need a bed i need like a good bed i've been like since i came out here it's like i had uh what you call it the what's them couches that like futons Futon futons and then i just got the air mattress and it's not like i didn't make money to where i could have got a bed it's always like i always got to spend it on something else yeah that, I feel that it. constant like survival mode and like a futon definitely is a lot more space you know your boys come over you just fold it up boop oh it's a couch exactly <laughs> <laughs> and i and actually marlon gave me the futon when we moved out here because <laughs> we moved out here and we we moved into a house where there was squatters and uh there was what there were squatters in the house what does that mean like people uh people were illegally living there like tenant was like you guys have to leave and they just kept staying whoa oh yeah. wow. oh i so, heard of that before so they're they're called squatters squatters wow like not paying your rent but you just stay oh, how many months can you crazy. do that for I guess until the police come really. <laughs> <laughs> but did the police arrest you or they just tell you to leave they could probably arrest you. I, I would assume so. Damn. But it was it was a crazy situation. Like, we get there, and the guy, he's like, all right, cool. You guys can have the house. We signed the lease and stuff. But it had furniture in it. And he was like, yeah, they should be moving out. I've been telling them for months or whatever. And it was just sketchy. It was like the, the tenant, he would leave. And then two hours later, like, uh, the people who were staying in there, they come knocking on the door. Yeah, you just gotta grab something real quick, and then like, all right, and then they come in, grab like a chair, and then they like they leave. What? Yeah, and it was like a little process for like a week or two. But and so they wouldn't sleep there though. 
they wouldn't sleep there once we got in there. They were gone. I don't know where they went, but their stuff was still in there. So there was a lot of furniture that we get, we ended up getting to keep. That L.A. struggle, boy. That LA Everybody struggle. got a story where they're sleeping on a couch, in a closet, in a car, something. Mm-hmm. Something. Yep. If you ain't doing <laughs> that, you ain't living in L.A. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's for sure. It's the L.A. starter pack. Yep. For those people that don't know who you are, how would you describe yourself to them? Like, what do you do? What are you about? What is your why? I think the easiest thing is storyteller. And then I could break that down into music where I rap or I songwrite or I help arrange songs. And uh, the other side would be film, whether it's like I'm editing or shooting or like directing sketches, shorts, music videos, things like that. But I guess, yeah, storyteller, artist in general. I guess that would be the best way to say it. And how long you been in LA for? 2016, August. So almost almost four years. This fall will be four years. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy how time just flies? This month's almost over. Fuck. Bro. And where did you come from originally? From before LA? Before LA. Uh Boston. Came out from Boston. Um Is that that's <laughs> where you met Marlon? Yeah, in uh in college after high school. But I was raised in Florida. So from Florida, went to Boston, played football in Marlin. What made you go to Boston from Florida? Family, I think. Yeah. Oh, you have family up there? Yeah, because I was born in Salem, like where like the whole witch trials happened and stuff. Okay. In Massachusetts. And I left when I was six. And the whole time when I was growing up. I'd always be like, man, when I get older, I'm going back to Florida. I'm going back to Boston. I'm going back. I don't care. And then, like, things just panned out to where when 18 came around, I was already, like, having, like, like troubles in my at my own crib for me, like, staying there. In Florida. In Florida, yeah. Uh-huh. And there's this administrator. I, I literally went to sign up for the ROTC. I was like, all right, fuck, I'm just going to do Air Force. They'll pay for school. Like, just take that route. But this administrator came up to me. He's like, yo, do you want... I was just telling my boy this the other day. It's crazy that he even did this. But he was like, you still want to play football? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't get no letters or nothing. Yeah. And he, he was like, all right, where do you want to play? And I was like, mm, Boston. And then he literally... We were in his office every other day, just like looking at different schools. And it came down to like three of them. It was like Salem State, but they didn't have a football team. But they were where all my family... They all stay around that area. And then we had Bridgewater State and Worcester State. So Christmas 20, 2009, uh, I took a trip to Boston. And then in that trip, my uncle, he he brought me to those two schools where I got to meet those two, the, the football coaches and the Bridgewater State coach. He was just like a dickhead. Like, oh, yeah, you, you like this is Bridgewater State. We don't play no shit. You have to earn your spot. And, just like coming off super hard for no reason. Yeah, just being a hard ass. Yeah. Just like, all right, cool. The facility's nice, but you're a dick. And then Worcester State, the coach was just, it was like coach, it was the head coach and the offensive coordinator. And it was a snowy day. And they still took us around the whole entire campus. Super chill, super like nice. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool, whatever. I'll come here. And then I just went there. And that's where I met Marlon. But it was funny because when I met him um, at Worcester State, there was just, majority majority what's the word majority majority the majority yeah yeah the majority was white mm-hmm. and on the football team i guess like there was like i don't know it was kind of diverse but not really di- but it, it was different like the the culture was different like white Way different and black than florida, and spanish right? than florida yeah, yeah. oh yeah it florida was like if you're so black diverse. you're black and you are with the blacks right. and the whites are with the whites spanish are the spanish and we can mingle on the football field in the locker room, but once we get out of all this like football stuff, everybody kind of just chooses their little circle. Sounds like segregated South in the, yeah. <laughs> like in the 1930s. For real. That's literally what it was. You guys and have was, different water fountains as well? <laughs> they might as well have. I mean, shit. And it's not like they're forcing you to like be with your own kind either, right? They're like, not. Just, we just do it. Yeah, yeah but that, that, that is a natural thing. It's, it's kind of like you feel comfortable with people that have the same situations and same experiences that you've had throughout your life you know so it's like it's a natural thing so you met marlon webb on the football team yeah okay was he already doing videos back then were you doing videos he wasn't doing videos 
I was I was doing videos still. Uh I think I was still like playing with music but not serious about music. I I was like doing videos since like 10 with a home camera and like just making movies on that. And that was back when you had to like I guess I don't even know if you had to do this. Technology, I don't know where exactly it was, but this was like at least what I had to do at that time was like I would shoot something all right, let's get this scene. This is what's going to happen, blah, 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 with my little 10-year-old voice. Like, yeah, I want you to do Yeah, yeah this is going to be great. And like, I want you to do this, this, or whatever. Shoot it, cut. All right, cool. That was perfect. Let's get a different angle. But it's all like just getting shot and stopped. Almost right. like Vine. Yeah. It was like Vines. Really. On, a, on a tape. On a tape. Yeah. So it's like you have until that tape's done. And then my mom, she wouldn't really get tapes all the time. So you'd record over I'd them? I'd have to record over them. <laughs> I did and the I'd same be, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, it, would be, it would hurt so much. Where I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, I got to let you go. Yeah. But, but sometimes no. I would connect the, uh, the camera to the VCR and then re uh, record those videos onto like a bigger tape, like the v VHS tapes. And because those are easier to, to buy. buy. They're actually cheaper than like the eight millimeter, or the mini DVDs. Right. Oh, you know, it was way. It was, I don't know if I did that. Yeah. It was better to like. That's how you off. edit back in the days. That that's literally how you edit back in the days with before computers. For well, sure. Yeah, just yeah. They used to cut the film and everything. Yep. I mean, you just did it in a more you know civilized way at that point. Yeah. Well, yeah. They just used to cut up the film. Imagine that. Look how blessed we are nowadays. We do, we don't even know how much you could do all that shit in your phone. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now. You could cut clips on your phone and produce it. Just post yeah. it. Mm hmm. Yep. Share it, all that what shit. can't you do on your phone i think that's a better question damn i can't even come up with that. <laughs> exactly See, right? quiet. there's an app for that <laughs> there's an app for everything <laughs> so both of you guys moved to la at the same time so yeah yeah i did the i did the freshman year at Worcester state after the freshman year i'm like yo it's cold as fuck i went back to florida that's when, this is when i was working like after that freshman year, That's I went that back. Florida ass mentality. <laughs> <laughs> it's too cold it's in this too bitch. Cold. I'm out. <laughs> Everybody in Florida is like mad spoiled with the weather, bro. Right? Yeah. 70 degrees in Florida like is cold. 80, 70 in Boston, like a, a good like 70 degrees, it's kind of chilly. And yeah. people will be like in their short sleeves. It's spring, it's summer. I'm like, it's cold. <laughs> so after that first year, I was like, I'm, I'm going back. And uh this is when i was working for subway and nick hotel which was hella random but i got nick hotel because my boy was working in there and we were busting tables but that shit was like on some like just a branch off of this story that that experience working there that shit is like i, I could only imagine what it's like working at disney because psychologically it kind of fucks you up where you're seeing these kids and they're having the time of their life. This is it. Like Nick Hotel. Like, hey, yeah. But they're over there literally causing you stress because yeah. they're like dropping shit, spilling shit. <laughs> like having the time of their life. Their mom's just looking like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, all right. And this shit just be fucking like spills. And you just got to take care of it. It's like working at energy. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like you motherfuckers. They don't see the frowns underneath those Chuck E. Cheese masks. Yeah. <laughs> That's for really sure. Sad. They just got a frown on and it seems like they're smiling the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Or especially shit. at Disney where they're like under the mascots and like it's super hot out. I'm sure they're fucking hitting It must suck life. to actually not wear a mask where you actually have to smile for hours and hours and hours and look at little Satan children like, oh my God, yes. Like Princess Cinderella or fucking- They have to be taking shots. Snow back, White. Man. Something. Something. Damn. You see Snow White go to the back of the castle and do a bump of cocaine right, <laughs> right before going back out to the kids. Still yeah. white on the nose. Oh God. Jesus. God damn it, Cinderella. Get yourself together. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I got- I did that job and then doing that job, I was watching football on TV. I'm like, yo, I got to go back. So then spring, I went back, trained, played in the fall. And I think when I went back, Marlon was gone. I think he, I think he had like left by then. So I didn't see LA what happened to Marlon. Uh, no, he became a vine star. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when he just started like working more. And I think he was, I think that's around the time he was working, uh, AB, ABA therapy or like we were working with he was working with autistic kids with stubs 
What? Yeah. You I didn't, didn't know that? I didn't know that. I yeah. thought it was security. <laughs> nah. After. I think they oh, did that okay. after that. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I found that, that out, I was random. like, what? what? <laughs> you, with your content was working with autistic children? Are you right. crazy? <laughs> yeah. So he was doing that 2013, I think. And um, so I played. And then after that season, I was like, I don't know if I want to be here still. But I was like, I can't go back to Florida again. So I just, I think I left and went off campus. And then it was like some shit where I went to school and got off, went to school, got off and went back again. And the third time around, um, that's when- They told like, you not to fucking come back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when everybody was making jokes. Like, oh, he's going to do, he's going to leave after this next season, but he'll be back. He's trying to, he's trying to play till he's like 27 or some shit. <laughs> like jokes like that. And uh, the third time coming back, that's when Marlon was doing like kind of good on Vine. And I was doing this music video on campus. And I'm like, yo, Marlon, you should be in this music video. Like, just on some, like, coming come to music video. He said he was down, and then he shared it on Vine. And that was, like, the first time we did, like, a whatever you like call collab it. Like, collab on something. Yeah. So, I transferred schools, and then it was 2016. Yeah, 2016, around January. I was like, do you want to be the main, uh, the main person, main character in this short film for my music video? And I want to drop it on Valentine's Day. It's about love and stuff. And he was like, yeah. And I had like, it was probably like a total of like eight to nine people, part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did like a table sit down. I had scripts. That was the first time I had like a sit down and a reading. And we're like in a restaurant. The restaurant said we could shoot in there. I'm like, yo, dope. And uh, I think when we did the sit down and then we shot it and then I released this stuff, I think it was around that time where he was like, oh, he's like serious about this. And he was like getting more and more serious about his acting. So mm-hmm. he was just like, yo, you trying to come to LA with me and Stubbs? Because they already came and visited before. Mm-hmm. And automatically, because I was taking classes at Salem State at this time. And automatically I was like, fuck yeah. And I just had got a car. So I was like, let's drive. And then he was like, oh, oh, that'd be dope. Let me tell Stubbs. And Stubbs was like, yeah, I'm down. So it might've been like, it was March, 2016. And we drove out here, stayed for a month, drove back. Then we came back in June, I think. Drove again? We flew the second time. You sold your car at that point? I did what? Did you sell your car at that point? No, no, no. It was it was in Boston when we when we uh, flew back. And then we flew back again. And then uh, the third time was the moving time. Like, yo, let's move. So in August, we drove back again. And uh, yeah, and I, I just ended up just leaving school for the, for after the first visit and staying for a month out here. Like, yeah, fuck school don't like i mean i had this video editing class around the time and it was like one of those like classes where i walk in and it's like me maybe like five students and the teacher and the students they're just super excited to get into the class and the first like i was like three weeks late and i saw what the project was and i'm like yo this is whack like this is so simple like Mm. starter kit shit i'm like this would be so dumb to do but I know I had to do it to pass or whatever, but I'm not going to stay and do that when I could just go to LA and like skip all that shit. Right. So that was like, that was really it. And then yeah, 2016 fall, we all moved out here. So all three of you guys drove down? We all, yeah, me, Stubbs, and Marlon drew, drove down. And then Aubrey, he met up with us like two months later or something because he had to finish school. Oh, he's from there too, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we all stayed together in Lancaster for like, from like us, uh, from like August no september wait so how do you guys know luke because isn't luke from there too luke it's funny because luke is from salem state that's where i'm i met luke there and i did this like show and this is like right around the time like at this point when i transferred to salem state i had dropped two projects that i was like i'm an i'm a i'm an artist or at the time i'm a rapper yeah i'm like yeah this is serious like this is what i want to do so at the time when the like when school first opened up and i'm a new guy in school i see this like poster like, oh, UAT, open mic. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it. And that was the first time I performed in front of that many people. And it might've been like 200 students, but that was like a lot. And yeah, I did that show. And from that show, Luke see me at that show and he thought it was dope. So this one time, this one party during that same semester, I was like, yo, Marley, you trying to go to Salem State? So we went to this house party and Luke was there and Luke came up and was like, yo, I saw your performance fucking crazy blah 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 and then he saw marlon he's like yo what the fuck marlon webb 
<laughs> then Marlon's like, yeah. And he's like, yo, fuck, I love your vines, bro. No way. Yeah, and it was literally like that, just at a house. Wow. That's how they first met? That's how they first oh, met. Oh, wow. I think that's how me and Luke, I think that might have been the first day I met Luke, too. Oh, so if I didn't see him in school before. You both met him at the same time? I think so. I don't remember meeting Luke before that. But he might and did he know that you guys were planning on moving out to Cali, or, yeah. or what happened? I didn't even know we were moving. That was before that even happened. True. Yeah. True. So when you moved to LA, like, what was your first thought? Like, were you scared? Nah, we were like, all of us were super inspired. We thought that we were going to come here based off of the two visits. We're like, yo, we're going to come here and we're going to do it. And probably a year, we're probably going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone thinks literally that. <laughs> everyone who comes out here thinks that it's crazy. Yeah. And it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> this should take so much time, bro. Yo. It was, we were watching, you know, that show Entourage? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck so yeah. We were back over there in Boston Damn, watching Entourage. You got Entourage. a boner off that one, didn't you, Marty? You're like, yeah, fuck yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Entourage, bro. Yeah. That inspired me so much. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. I see why I see why you thought like you're gonna become the next yeah. entourage. We're like, oh yeah, Marlon, you're you're like that main yeah. character. We'll <laughs> be like the boys and yeah, <laughs> we'll do that. And yeah. I think it was a good learning experience for sure. But we didn't all have the same exact vision. We had the we had the entourage vision, but we didn't really think about it as far as each person. Like, what does each person want to do? Mm. Does everybody want to do what we're doing? And it was kind of like lack of communication happened at times. Some people didn't want to do certain things. Some people wanted to do more. When I when I was still doing music, then me and uh, Stubbs kind of formed a group. Like that's when we kind of merged into packing Stubbs. Mm. and then it kind of seemed like in the house it just seemed like we were splitting but it wasn't really like that and it seemed like all right so you guys want to work on music more so that's more of what you guys want to do and we i know we were just all trying to figure out what do we really want to do yeah i know me i was just like i'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot these videos i'm gonna edit these videos i'm gonna make this music i kept doing the same shit over and over but mm -hmm. it wasn't really like we had team meetings and be like all right so how are we going to execute this or that right and then also it's just like everybody trying to figure out their own lane in case like this whole idea doesn't happen. Like, so we, it just, it, it literally just, I, would, I don't want to say crash, but there was a time where we just had to like split. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a long little split. And then we all like formed back together. We split into twos. It was like two and two. Mm -hmm. And then we all came back. Now yeah. it's kind of, I mean, I mean, now, as, I mean, as you guys know, me and Marlon is just like, tighter than we ever been right, right. which is fucking crazy because yeah. I mean, you pretty much which, you pretty much edit all his videos right yeah yeah except for like the uh the the improv ones that he does with joe oh, okay but i do like the uh the sketches the sketches on sunday and like the vlog type stuff Dope. yeah and i mean thinking back to his estate days and being in the cafeteria we'd even sit in the same table in the cafe and we talked sometimes here and there. We were always cordial and cool, but we we didn't really hang out like that unless we bumped to, into each other at a party. Yeah. But I don't have like like memories of like, yo, remember that one time we went to this place and we did this and right. that? Like all that shit happened after college. Right. Film really just like pulled us together in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And in the beginning stage too, I didn't really want to do any of this stuff. Like as far as like being in it, that was like this all the me acting and stuff that's like new newer than anything i've i've been doing mm -hmm. where i'm like i'm okay with the humility factor cuz before i'm like nah i'm trying to i'm trying to preach to the people and tell them about life and stuff you i can't be like shooting somebody for fun or like saying some contradicting shit with these skits let me just shoot and edit it get another black person to grab the gun or something like that mm -hmm. and it took it took that split and then us coming back to like actually figuring out how we work together. So it's been like perfect since. So, so what's the goal now? Or one of my goals right now, I want to go on tour. Like that's like one of those things where it's like if somebody were to call me right now, like yo, you trying to go on tour Friday? I'd leave just like when I left to come out here. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like tour ready. Feel like I've done enough shows. I've practiced. And you gotta, have enough like, material to tour with too. Yeah, right? I got hella songs. Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm just trying to like step more and more into like the artist role. Cause I 
I remember when we first came out here, was good asked me the question. Because all this perspective shit, I think it's all perspective of like who you are and what you want to do. Right. And s- sometimes other people have to make that pers- like that perspective known to you. Like I remember being at Wichita State and I was on the sideline this one time and I'm just like drinking water and one of my boys, Anton, and I said this somewhere else before and he was like, yo, <laughs> like, you know what's fucking crazy? I'm like, yo, what? He's like, he's like, you're a rapper playing football at college. And that kind of turned a switch in my head to where I'm like, because I always thought myself as like, I'm a student uh, or I'm a football player who has to be a student to play the football. And I, and I also like rapping, mm. but football was like the main thing. Yeah. That's what brought me to college, not like education or something. Right. So when he said that, I'm like, all right, well, then I, I should probably step more into doing that. And coming out here, it was like, I like film too. So then it was kind of like, which one do I do? I can't do both. Can I do both? Or do I have to put one down to do the other? And what's good in the early stages, he was like, I remember this elevator ride and he was just like, he's like, Pac, if you had to choose, whatever it is, <laughs> that was good for you. He's going to get super offended by this. <laughs> if you had to choose, man, like, I would be talking. He's like, rapping or film? And the whole elevator ride just went down and the doors just like, bing, opened up. And I was just like, I don't know. I couldn't choose. I don't think I can choose. But then I I think right now I'm just leaning more towards the artistry because I never have before. Mm. Where I'm just like this, like when when you go on my page, I'm not necessarily uh, trying to come off as just one thing. So I guess like one of my goals is I want to, I got to drop this EP. I have to go on tour. I want to work with like, there's like a list of like 32 artists that aren't even like unreachable. They're like friends, Mm. but they're gonna like, I think at least half of them, 16, I guess. I don't know. But like, I would say like at least half of them are going to go somewhere at some point when they're, when their whole thing picks up kind of like influencers or like actors where it's like, yo, I want to work with this person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I want to work with those people. You see the potential before everybody else sees it. Exactly. For sure. Do some stuff with them. Brand Outlaws of the Universe. Because at first that was a group, which that's a whole nother thing. But want to brand that as like a an actual like company record label. So but if an artist were to come up to you right now and ask you to tour with them, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not as an artist, as a videographer, would you do it? Nah. Only as an artist. Only as an artist. Which, because I, I could have done that. I could have done that recently. And there's still opportunity for me to do that going forward. But I don't know. I can't. Like, I'm, and that's where I'm stuck right now, honestly. <laughs> When's this podcast dropping? <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel like that'll bring certain situations and certain experiences that might open certain doors for you to be that artist on the tour maybe just do a first one as a videographer and then who knows where that goes from there yeah i could see that and it is one of those things where i I did think about that where i'm like yo let me just take the back seat for now learn the ins and out but i think i don't think i'm in a place where i feel like i need to sacrifice what i feel like would be sacrificing is happiness in that sense where it's like one, like I'm in a relationship now, so I'm not gonna see my girl for like X amount of time, which mm. is fine. But if 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 I was the one performing, it'd be fine. Right. But yeah. not to be like documenting other people doing it. I can't do that. I like I've done that last year, or was it last year? Oh shit, it's 2020. <laughs> 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 I could have continued. Like we didn't have to take any type of break if there was a way I could have had another videographer continue it and I'll just do the direction behind it. But then it just it's just one of those jobs that's like it conflicted with a lot. And then uh, I ended up going back and doing that for a couple more months. And then even now I have the opportunity to go back under better circumstances, but I'm still like on the fence with it. I don't know if that's really what I want. I feel like it goes back to what you were saying at working at the Nickelodeon hotel. You're there watching other people be happy while you're doing a lot of the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And it's tough. It's tough because because the the wiser side of me is saying like let's say the 80 80 year old version of me is like it's just a moment of time. Just do it for now. Mm-hmm. Meet all the people. But the more younger side of me and the side that knows that I can do X, Y, and Z right now is kind of just like, no, just go and chase that. Yeah, kind of like how you've been feeling, like like Marty. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you recently you said like you don't want to shoot or do certain things unless it's with certain people or certain like circumstances where yeah. you're okay with declining to other opportunities just because it's like it's not even worth the energy. Like, right. Or it's not really what you want. Yeah, I was taking a lot of gigs just based off of money. And right. that was like leading me to a whole fucking path that I didn't want to be in, you know, yeah. for sure. So as like speaking as an artist, like if you can open up for any other artist, who would it be? Like, who do you think has a fan base that would resonate with your material? Hmm. See, that one, that one's tricky because I love old school shit. Mm-hmm. And last night. Last night I went to this one, like, you know, the Grammys, it's the Grammy weekend and there's this one Grammy event. Um, I forgot how Tori got invited or who, who invited her actually, but. Uh, Tori is your girlfriend, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And me, her and um, Samar, like my brother basically who just moved out here. So he's on the then the LA starter package, he's got himself a futon. <laughs> Us three. On that high right there, he's probably loving it right now. <laughs> yeah, right. He yeah. is. He this guy's a super finesse. Like on his story the other day, he was at the Bad Boys 3 premiere with no invite. <laughs> he literally was just walking on Hollywood Boulevard. He seen that it was happening. Oh shit. <laughs> and this dude literally just went through the gaps. Found, like timed up certain things, jumped through, found a pass, put the pass on, Get the and then he was just out. in there. What? On the red carpet next to Will, taking pictures with Chance the Rapper and no Jaden Smith. No way. What? Like, Anything just can happen out here, bro. Damn. Yeah. What the he, fuck? He doesn't care. That's 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 why I knew. I was like, yo, just come out here. Because he, he has like, there's fuck it, but then there's like, fuck it. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> different like, type of fuck bro. that's a, that's a yeah. different level of fuck it. You wow. know Felipe from Florida, our oh, friend yeah. Felipe? Yeah, we have yeah. a friend that's a huge finesse. Yo, too. you yeah, know, you know Bush Gardens, right? In Tampa? Yeah. I watched this man after me paying a ticket to go 3 days in a fucking row. I watched him 3 days in a row sneak into that bitch. <laughs> and I'm looking at the employees like you dumb fucks, please turn around and catch my friend. <laughs> like please turn around. <laughs> he's doing illegal yeah. activities. Please catch, catch him. him. <laughs> Cuz I'm paying. <laughs> I, bro, I was so hot for three days in a row. Felipe, <laughs> yo, he is a huge, he's a huge finesse, bro. I remember him se- getting into clubs for absolutely free. I don't know how, like, he just sees the opportunity and he goes for it. Right, great timing in those people, right? Fuck there. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, but damn, that's so, crazy that he got to like take pictures with Will yeah. and all that. And that was like the second thing he did. Like the first thing he did, he hit me up. I was at Marlin. I was at Marlin's crib one time. It was like one a.m. or some shit. We were watching something, and he just texted me like, "Yo, come to Record Plant." And Record Plant is like one of the most popping studios. And I've only been in there because I was working with Tommy, and they went. They were like working there for a certain project, and um, he was like, "Come." And I'm like, knowing how it is, I'm like, I can't just go. And he was like, "Yo, I'm with Trippy Red." I'm like, "How?" He's like, "Yo, bro, like, come. You're good." <laughs> but i was just like it was like one of those things where i just already know as an artist like if if somebody comes into my session that i don't know yeah it's kind of like why who is this guy who is this guy and please don't ask to get on this song yeah and i don't want to go and not get on a song is your boy an artist nah he he ah well he can like i mean that's not he he's right now pursuing comedy more so true acting but we did do a song recently and we've done songs before and yeah, he he said he he went there to meet up with somebody for a security gig, and that person never showed up. So he was just in the lobby, just kind of playing pool. No, no, no. Before he got in, he was just waiting at the receptionist, and he saw Trippy Red and some like a whole bunch of people pass through. So then he walked outside, and he was about to light a J, and there was somebody else out there. And he's like, "Yo, can you smoke inside?" And they're like, "Yeah." And they're on their way in. He's like, "Oh, bet." 
and then he just went in with them. Wow. And now he's just in the smart. studio. Yeah. Smart. Now he, then he's already he allowing everybody to know, I have the weed. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, am I able to smoke inside? That means that he was already supposed to be in there. Exactly. You know? That man's smart, bro. So now he he's is. in the lobby just playing pool, trying to think of his next move. And he said, while he's playing pool, I think he said Usher came out. Oh, and wow. it was just like, yo, do you know if anyone else is like, where's the help? And Samar's just like, I don't know, bro. They're like slacking. <laughs> <laughs> like he's supposed to be there or something. Oh, he's like, all right, fuck. word. So he, he's a good blender for sure. Bro, and, and it's crazy because like you can finesse that and like actually meet someone, talk to the the person that can like change your whole life. Yeah. 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 And that can happen like any fucking day now. Any day, you know? anywhere. Especially like, out here in LA or like yeah. a big city like New York. Like, bro, anything can fucking happen. For sure. It's crazy. Yeah, bro, you're definitely going to be around your boy more often. Oh, yeah. And, He's in the right like, place. He'll get you in the right places, and then you just got to do the rest from there. Yeah, and I, I already tell him, like, yo, if anybody, like, any opportunities, he'll for sure, like, without me asking, he'll, like, tell them about me. And he also has the green light to say he's the manager. But more more so, like, when, I, like, he's supposed to be and down to be the hype man. So, like, when I have, like, a show, yeah. it won't just be me up there. Like, we're going to, like, turn up together type stuff. He'll be, like, throwing water and shit and have his own songs and stuff like that. Right. And you know him since when? Like, high school? I've known him since, like, 10th grade. Oh, word. He actually moved out from Boston. and We just met at church. Oh, wow. So, it's crazy. But, yeah, we was at the Grammy party last night. This Erica ba- Erica Badu was doing a DJ set. So in that crowd or like in that section that we were at, it was just a whole bunch of older people, like uh, just older generation type people that I like and I'm inspired by more than I am people our age and younger. Yeah. So for me to open up for somebody, I would like to say an older person, but because I feel like the music I make is for old people who who miss it and then young people who've never heard of it before uh-huh. so it's like that kind of like in between niche market and then this year is like the first year where i'm like all right i'll play the game mm-hmm. i was just talking to tori about this where it's like i feel like there comes a point where you're just like like you either choose to play the game or you're gonna keep or you keep forcing your own lane which could all that could ultimately work out as well yeah but i think I'm okay, I'm more okay with playing the game where yeah. it's like it's like working against the tide pretty much yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And like for for me playing the game is like like being in skits where mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that before, but that'll help my social media. Your social like, media presence that yeah. can lead to fans and exactly they can support your music. Yep, doing that and then also like hopping on modern day sounds, like those two things specifically yeah. that I'm more open to. But I don't have to change like myself or my content. So I don't know exactly who, but there are some artists. Like you could just name any legend, of course, in in hip hop that I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then I guess people in our age, I do. My favorite artist our age has always been Mick Jenkins. Like that's one person that's like, I don't even know who that is. Exactly, and he's like a that's like a perfect like he's in a perfect lane where you could say his name and someone might know him and someone might not know him, but uh, he's getting paid off music, tours. You know, he's got his girl. He's low key but he's still kind of high key popping like yeah. that in between like i don't need to walk out of here and just have people like oh my god is that pack you know yeah. and like filming me i don't need to be that big i don't right. want to be that big you don't even have to be that big in order to, to make a living big. exactly yeah you just need that that's the that. cool thing about like nowadays it's you can like have a, a thousand loyal fans and you can make a living off, off of those thousand people exactly. they'll buy every fucking music they'll buy every merch you put out mm-hmm. you know support every single show Right. And that that's like a that's for sure I think one of the, my biggest goals is to to actually make a living off of that cuz I've been making a living off of film stuff and that's like editing and that's you know that's that's that but yeah. That's only so much money. And that's only so so it's only you're only going so I'm only going so far with that cuz I only want to go so far. I don't want to go deeper into editing. Right. Like I'm even like I'm like reluctant to even download new features for like final cut like <laughs> new transitions and shit i'm like um, like i don't want to go that deep. i don't want to go that deep i don't want to know after effects yeah kind of like <laughs> i'm good right here i need to i need to make money off merch i need to i need to finalize this outlaws of the universe logo uh that shit has a whole like business structure plan behind it 
this is my first year. I was saying this last like last month that I'm going into where I'm like, oh, I have a plan. Like there's an actual thing that I want to do. Yeah. And it's the first time going into a year saying like, all right, I got that. But it's challenging now because I chose to pick up this job where it's so fucking conflicting. Like every day I'm just like, well, you got to make a living, man. Got to make a living. Yeah. But then it's hard to, to think because the person I am is like, I always have in the back of my head, I'll quit if I have to. I'll quit right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'll quit if, if there's the like opportunity some- Opportunity presents itself. If an opportunity presents itself, if there's, a, if there's something wrong inside the establishment with like coworkers and management where I'm like, I just can't work with you. Yeah. And have that conversation quit. Like a toxic environment. Toxic environment. Yeah. And like I'm in a crossroads right now where I do have the opportunity- to work back uh, with Tommy again um, because we just had a meeting and it seems like things would be better as far as like uh, whatever we negotiated. But, but with this job too, there's, let's say if we're just talking about money wise, they have like, they just have so many bonuses and ways to get bread. Like my teammate was just showing me how much he made last month. And it's like these sell- selling these cars and getting these points you get bank like more bank than I'd probably get even being an artist on a on a like a lower scale like lower scale deal I guess but mm-hmm. I'll still take that because it's more fun it's more fun so what's your biggest goal this year what's one of yours ooh <laughs> he hit him with the reverse card <laughs> <laughs> well i have these written down so me too i have them written down but i don't have like a, a thing that's like marked as like the biggest one right you no know? yeah. i don't i don't want to really just be like all right this is my goal for this and that that so i'm trying to like sum it you want me to uh sum it up to one right like what's my biggest yeah goal? like your biggest goal that you wrote down because mine is like i i think we already talked about this before is to like pretty much earn like at least ten thousand dollars a month on on ad re- revenue you know yeah so i think that would be perfect just from like my own content right so i think that's like one of my biggest goals at least for sure that would be fucking so sweet for sure you know because that would like motivate me to even do more of my own stuff and i'll have even more fun right like i don't know i like the whole process writing shooting editing i guess that i mean i guess that could be mine's in the sense of like just being able to live off of my work and not film work but music but music's tricky because it's like for me to live off of one to live off streams a song has to go crazy viral right and there has to be more than streams right? yeah it's As gotta an be artist. more than streams like i have to get merch up yeah xyz so I, I guess the biggest goal would be to finalize that deal like make that distribution deal happen to where they're like all right cool here's x amount of money because with that deal what i want to happen is to get the upfront money or backing that would one just allow me to quit the jobs like I don't have to do any jobs except music, and then they'll do they'll place the market uh, money in marketing to put my face everywhere, and then put me into opportunities to generate their money back. Yeah. They get their money back, and then we do a split. Uh, what's it called? A split venture, joint venture deal. A joint venture deal is basically like it's basically that they put the money up, they get their money back, and then we split things fifty fifty, and that's kind of like what artists would do if they want to start their own label because that's what i want to do Mm. typically so if i could just at least get into that situation where someone's basically taking out a loan to invest invest in in me yeah right are shows the number one source of income for artists nowadays Mm, i think so i think that because i know it's not streams merch is great Shows is really what gets shows is what gets you paid. Right? Gets yeah, you I feel paid. like that's the cash flow in that's it. That's the yeah. But for you, you to do like, shows, your song's got to be popping, right? Like it's got to be your not songs popping, don't have but, to be popping. You just have to have those connections to those venues, mm-hmm. and you don't even necessarily have to be the reason why people are there. You as can literally you, open for people, you're right? And then make a name from opening. Yeah, but for so, you to open for artists, you got to like know them personally. Either know them personally, know the people running the show, or like part of like like the venue owners or the the promoters, and they would have to want you there for some reason. I think like where I'm at now, I feel like it would have to be somebody from LA. Mm-hmm. 
I can't imagine me getting onto something like, yo, somebody in Texas is like, yo, we need you for this show. We're going to mm-hmm. spend money flying you here and keeping you here right. just for this show and pay you. Yeah. Like, I don't expect that, but I want to be crazy surprised. But I'm sure y'all get emails and DMs for like random things that sound like big opportunities. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Like, download this app and then we'll. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're one of the first. It's always influencers. a fucking app. Yeah, right? God damn it. Exactly. It really it yeah. Fuck, man. I can't stand these. Create content that. in our app and we'll pay you. For real. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like some bullshit deal, too. Yeah, it's like fuck they that. fucking profit a lot more than you. And yeah, you're the you're reason why you're bringing on. people over there. Exactly. exactly. Remember when I was like, yo, we should have like monthly meetings or something? Yeah. I feel like there could be a way where, like, Kind of doing what, if we kind of did, and what I mean by we, I mean like us three, Diamond, Marlon, maybe Diamond brings in like XYZ people or person or whoever he wants to bring. Everybody just brings who you want to bring, but like form this little like conglomerate where we do have these meetings and then we do. Like a team 10? A team 10. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, like, I mean, basically something like that where. Because I think that everybody's been doing great on their own. I think everybody's been doing great in duos. So I feel like there's room for like a team thing. Yeah, I agree. Strength in numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like we can just bounce off each other. And I I used to say this back when we first moved here, even on some simple stuff, like when uh, Marlon, like Marlon and Stubbs, they used to do hella videos together. Mm. And I thought, and there was this one point where I'm like, yo, why don't when we shoot these videos and shit y'all could probably do this i feel like people can do this but it's like you already have a video that's about to get shot so let's shoot that video but in this scene let's shoot this alternative thing that that other person will post you know so now it's like two videos some shit like that yeah and like even in that video it's like the music in the video is made by either like let's say i do it or somebody else in the team who does music and Right, right just like it's always just under the same thing yeah. But, just so everybody has some type of content to post. Yeah. yeah. It's just hard though. It's so yeah, hard. Like, it is. Yeah, it's tricky because like you gotta mess with the creative behind it and all that. Yeah. Even besides that, just scheduling everybody to be there like at the same time and shit. Yep. Some people in LA be acting. But I mean I, I feel like if it's us, like we have like a solid five, six, seven people that we know we can pull at whatever time. Mm-hmm. Like that would be beneficial to do at least a once a month thing. I, I don't think that's too much to ask for. Guys, I think we're hitting that mark. Oh, Lord. We hit the wall. We hit the wall. I love We don't want to go for too long, but hey, we got to know Pac-Man here a little bit. Oh, God. You go by <laughs> fast as fuck. Hey, man. I know, right? Damn. This shit sometimes <laughs> go by so quick, bro. Especially when it's like three people, I feel like it goes like a lot quicker. I don't know for some reason it just flows more because like when it's me and nick speaking we're like always looking at the time and we're like oh what, yeah. what else do we talk about i don't know <laughs> especially if it, right. there's like times where we forget to do a podcast so we try to squeeze two in in like a three four day period it's like bro we literally just spoke for an hour what else are we going to speak to or not because right. a lot of the times these, po- these podcasts are just conversations that me and marty had throughout the week mm. you know Pretty what i mean much, yeah. Yeah. and we're just kind of yeah. like talking more and elaborating on it more obviously there's new shit that comes up but a lot of times it becomes that you know what i mean yeah. we elaborate on shit true this is crazy this is my first podcast this is my first like interview too yeah it's like by myself i had like one before with stubs a little while ago well, so yeah, man. you did a really shitty job good job he's talking to y'all we're probably gonna turn this off and just keep talking (laughs) that's what it feels like right it feels like it's just us having a conversation Mm -hmm. i I feel like a lot of these listeners might think that we have some crazy setup right now but we're literally in my living room on the couch all three of us just chilling i did think as a listener i thought you had like a paper where it's like when when certain times came to ask a question, you're just looking at the list because I know that's what Charlemagne does. Oh, where it's really? like, all right, let me make sure I ask this, make sure I ask that. Yeah. Well, no, like, yeah, I I, mean, I used to do that, and then I stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the beginning we were kind of lost. We didn't know how to really yeah. do it, but then we're like, just fuck it, bro. Let's just because like some episodes came out way better when we're like natural, you know, right? And yeah, yeah. we didn't really think about it. 
but I mean, eventually I do want to add more structure into it. I'm just letting it flow for now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Eventually we're going to start filming all these things too. So mm-hmm. we're just letting it flow for now, really getting into the pace of it instead of being kind of like, cause a lot of times we're in that spectrum of a creator where we plan, 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 then we execute. So right now we're kind of just like, fuck it, let's execute. Then we plan. Right. Yep. That's kind of how I feel too. Even as like an interviewee is like, when I was riding over here, I was like, for a second, I started thinking. I started thinking about like, all right, what if they ask me this? How would I answer this? <laughs> I'm like, but what if they don't? What if they don't? <laughs> I don't got time to be thinking about this. Oh fuck, <laughs> fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. So where can people find you, bro? You can find me everywhere at Pac Man Pan. That's Pac Man, like the game. P A Y E N. My last name. All right. Everywhere. You gotta be everywhere nowadays, huh? Every fucking where. I'm on Pornhub.com. What? Hey, you said everywhere, man. What did I'm you just, just say? You, I said Pornhub.com. I'm gonna be on Pornhub. Oh, well then. Yeah. Hey, I I I think they got ad revenue on there too. They do. Yeah. It's yeah. like YouTube, but yep. you know they. You can honestly put whatever fuck. It doesn't have to be porn. That's just a misconception. No, I'm, I'm literally gonna be on there. That music <laughs> video we just shot. Isn't I'm, Luke verified on there? Luke. I think so. I'm not surprised. He told me, he told me <laughs> no that way. he has a profile on Pornhub and he's verified. That's wow. Funny. Yeah. That I do want to a- say on the record that Marty is the man behind my music videos. Hey. And that's what I wanted to say on the record. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, man. I, I want that to be known. Thanks, man. For sure, for sure. That Marty eye. That Marty guy. I can't wait to see this new one that that we worked on. Man, that shit is gonna be heat. That's that's one of the ones that's just like in there. I see the folders. Like I started for a second, but it's so overwhelming. Yeah, because this is like the way we shot it, and like just to put it together, I just know it's gonna take like at least like eight, ten hours. Yeah, are you talking about the um the guilty conscious one? Remember the one that you was gonna play that Hector role? But you oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that Yo, script was already Trump good. To appear in this shit, bro. Yeah, Donald Trump came. Donald Trump came out real quick. Yep. The script was really good. So I'm, I am excited to see that. You guys yeah. better uh, keep a lookout for that music video. My first song with a uh, little young Marley man. Hey. And he's he's wild. That's like yeah. a whole nother conversation. But that's a that's so a it's, crazy. It's dude. pretty much like a parody to uh, Guilty Conscious, Dr. Dre, and Eminem, right? It's just like, like a the same thing, kind of. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't make a second one, I feel like just the title might just... True. That's like one of those YouTube searches that's just going to be like, it's going to stand. Are you going to name it part two? I'm just guilty conscious too. Oh. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's that's good. I can't get in trouble for that, right? No. I don't think so. What it, the fuck? Nah. There's so many like movies and <laughs> films and songs named the same thing. Right. Yeah, can't say that's anything. true. Yeah, yeah. Find me. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Uh Oh podcast. Uh, find us on Instagram at Uh Oh Marty and at Uh Oh Nick. And uh, you already heard it from Pac here. Follow him too. And uh, watch our YouTube videos at Uh Oh Monkey TV. And, and uh, um, make sure you go shopping on the merch and yeah. make sure you uh, <laughs> pay me. Do you think like people, like as a listener, have you ever actually, when you listen to people saying that, like oh fuck it i'm gonna go on instagram right now i'm gonna nah. go follow this guy switch to the next podcast yeah fuck that. Like, all right this <laughs> podcast, is done. The point podcast is done <laughs> fuck we should scratch this whole <laughs> we should scratch this whole outro oh no jeez all right guys peace out <laughs> see you next week deuces